as we welcome in Mike Wilner from the Toronto Star and Deep Left Field Podcast back to the program. Mike, good morning. You're on Sports 1440 with Kevin Carius and safe and sound in Florida. And I, I, I have to be honest with you, every time we kind of get going at the beginning of the year, I'm so jealous of you, Mike. When you get down there, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Uh, what's it feel like, I guess, just to, to start things off at, at spring training with pitchers and catchers reporting? Yeah, it's kind of nice, you know. It, it, uh, this is the first time I've ever been here for the actual opening of camp. I've, I've generally, you know, last 25 years or so have come down um, around the time when the, the games start. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a week and a half later than this. Uh, but to be here on the day the pitchers and catchers report, on the day that everything gets going, it's uh, it's really cool. I mean, it's all the poetic and romantic yeah. stuff about baseball and renewal and springtime. And, you know, I know it's... Uh, I'm, I'm sure pretty awful weather-wise where you are in Edmonton. I know it's snowing in Toronto today, um, and it's it's great to be down here. It's not exactly, you know, summertime. It's it's cool, and, and it's about 16 degrees, but I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Again, very, very jealous of you, Mike. There's so many storylines going into spring training with the Blue Jays. Um, I, I don't know if I can say, is there a number one storyline for you, but what are a couple of them for you? I think the number one storyline is probably Alec Manoa and what's going to happen with him. I mean, this is the guy who finished third in Cy Young voting in 2022 and was uh, an absolute zero for the team last year. Uh, probably hurt more than he helped. And, you know, had he been uh, anywhere close to what he'd been in the past, you would think that the Blue Jays would have won close to 100 games but um, with with the contributions that Manoa made and the injury and then the controversy was he hurt was he not hurt what was going on there in August and September um, everybody's talking about him like he's going to be part of the rotation like he's uh, fixed what needed to be fixed over the off season. Um you know that's that's going to be interesting to see some other big stories are Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who I haven't seen yet uh, but Alejandro Kirk is here and is in uh, much better shape, it looks like. And, um, you know, this team needs to bounce back offensively almost uh, uh, to a man. Uh, they had disappointing offensive seasons and they, they didn't really improve the offense over the off season. So lots of stuff going on down here. Mike Wilner, Toronto Star, Deep Left Field podcaster, guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440 uh, with Vladimir Guerrero and the ARB case where he picked up about another uh, $1.85 million bucks or so. Can there can there be any, I don't know, not, not a rift or animosity or anything like that between the two sides? Sometimes it happens when arbitration's involved. It's, it's incredibly rare these days. I know that a lot of people like to talk about, you know, hurt feelings during the arbitration process. I know Blue Jays fans of, of a certain age, and that definitely includes me. Remember Domaso Garcia in the 1980s uh, getting furious about what happened at arbitration and burning his uniform in the Oakland uh, shower a couple of months later and uh, all the bad blood that there used to be. But really what arbitration is now is between accountants and, and, you know, I don't think Vlad was even at the hearing. It's basically one side is saying, well, this is what people with this service time and this numbers made. 
And the other side is saying, yeah, but this is what these people with this mm-hmm. service time and these numbers made, and that's what they should made. It, 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 it's a completely dispassionate um, uh, experience. And I know that it's, you know, it's fodder uh, for people to say, oh, feelings are going to get hurt. There's going to be bad blood. There's going to be a rift. Look, Marcus Stroman is the last Blue Jay who got upset about going to arbitration. And that happened before the 2019 season. And by May of 2019, he was trying to get a long-term contract out of the Blue Jays. So there's there's really no there there. Justin Turner signs with the Blue Jays, Mike. Yeah, and a lot of people were, I don't know if they were kind of on the fence about the signing. I kind of liked it in the sense of his stats were pretty good last year. And when you matched him up to a lot of the Blue Jays hitters, he was near or at the top of many categories. How much do you think he still has left in the tank and can offer next year? Yeah, there's there's really nothing not to like about Justin Turner and, and the signing of, of Turner to come here and help this team, whether it's at DH or third base or first base. Um, what's not to like is that that's, that's it, right? You, you would hope that you're going to add Justin Turner and you're going to add around him as well. Um, the Blue Jays really don't, you know, they didn't improve the outfield offense at all, and we all thought they were going to. Um, don't know if it's an improvement at DH to have Turner over Brandon Belt, although Turner will probably be available a lot more than Belt was. Um, this is a guy who generally posts 140 plus times a year, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't augment around. They don't have a third baseman right now, you know. So um, I, I there's no reason to believe he doesn't have as much left in the tank this year as he had last year for Boston. Uh, he's produced offensively wherever he's been over the course of his entire career since he kind of found it in his uh, late 20s, early 30s. Um, so he's going to be good, but is he going to provide the thump they need? Maybe not. Is he going to, um, you know, the, the thing I like about Justin Turner as a hitter is that he, if you look at his, like, I, I don't believe in um, clutch, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that that you can will yourself to be better in big situations or anything like that. If that would happen, if that was true, then there would be hitters who hit like, 400 or 500 for their careers in in those big situations that never happened. Um, But what I do believe is that there are people who shrink away uh, or who can let the pressure get to them. And Justin Turner is not one of those people. If you look at Justin Turner's numbers in the playoffs, if you look at more importantly, his at bats in the playoffs, they're still really, really good. And he, he is going to battle uh, in the biggest spots, which is exactly what you want from a hitter, and it's exactly what the Blue Jays did not get in the playoffs last year and too often during the season last year. Mike Wilner with us on Sports 1440. Jays catchers and pitchers reporting to spring training, and that's a great time of the year. And, uh, you know, you say you did say, Mike, about third base, and you hear still reports about the possibility of a Matt Chapman deal, and uh, maybe he might surface in San Fran as well. But w- where are the Jays, do you think, still with with Matt Chapman? Or is it it's, it's not going to happen? No, I don't think we're at it's not going to happen. I think it's interesting to see um, how long Matt Chapman lets this go, you know, and and Cody Bellinger as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple of Scott Boris clients who are still out there, still without teams, and spring training's open now. And, you know, position players are going to report early next week. So 
um, time's ticking away, and, and, and Boris does love to uh, wait till the last second if he doesn't get exactly what he wants, and, and he generally winds up getting people exactly what they want. So there's reason for the players to trust him, but there are also reasons for the players to say, um, you know, I'd like to lease a house somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd like to find out where I'm going to be playing and, and I want to get to spring training. So I wonder if there's going to be pressure on Boris from the players to make a deal. And if Matt Chapman wants a pillow contract and to go back out into free agency next year after what one would assume would be a better year and not have a qualifying offer attached to him like he does now, um, then, yeah, the door's open for, for Chapman to come back. Uh, if Cody Bell- Bellinger feels like he's not getting the multi-year offers he wants because teams are a little shy, given the fact that the three years before last year were so awful, um, and then last year was really, really good, then maybe he takes a short-term deal with maybe some high value. And the Blue Jays could very well be interested in both of them. I I would be surprised, obviously, if Bellinger and Chapman both wound up here. Mm -hmm. But they're certainly on the market, and the Blue Jays are certainly very much in win-now mode. So um, I'm not sure I expect the team to look like this uh, when things get going for real at the end of March. Hmm. Mike Wilner, Toronto Star, deep left field podcaster, guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. With belt out, Turner in, is there any concern, you know, uh, with a heavy right-handed uh, starting nine, Mike? I think if you can hit, you can hit. And, and, and I don't know that the Blue Jays are um, – platoon deficient, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Danny Jansen, um, George Springer, Alejandro Kirk, Justin Turner haven't been historically weaker against right-handed pitching. Um, So I don't think it's that much of a concern. I think you're going to see more from Dalton Varsho this year, much more from Dalton Varsho this year. And I think you're going to see much more from Kevin Biggio, who was one of the Blue Jays' best hitters from like June 1st on last year. You know, ideally, you'd love to have five left-handed hitters or, or six uh, playing against right-handers. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays really haven't been in a position to be that for a very long time, but they'll have three. And, you know, Bellinger comes over, they'll have four. Um, but, uh, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's as, as big an issue as, as it could be made out to be always want to have the platoon advantage, but I'd rather have a strong right-handed hitter than a guy in the lineup just because he bats left. Mm-hmm. Mike, what would you, how would you categorize uh, newly signed Yariel Rodriguez? Is he a wild card? Is he a guy that can come in and step in and contribute immediately? Where do you see him fit in? Well, he didn't pitch last year. That's a big thing, right? He pitched uh, two. He made two starts in the World Baseball Classic in March, and then he didn't pitch again all season. So, uh, to ask him to come in and be a difference maker off the top is is really ambitious. Um, I've never seen him pitch, so I don't really have an opinion of him. The numbers in Japan uh, as a reliever are off the charts, which makes things really interesting. But the Blue Jays. Uh, we just spoke to John Schneider and said they're committed to having him be a starter. And if you're committed to stretching him out and having him be a starter, that means the major leagues is probably Victoria Day at the earliest. 
um, unless somebody gets hurt and they feel like they have to rush him up and stretch him out of the major leagues, which I think we've seen is is a big mistake, and it's really tough to do. So um, I, I do think he can definitely be a contributor to this team, uh, and I think having him for five years is terrific, and having a, a guy his age when you know most of your starting rotation is over 30 mm-hmm. is terrific as well, but you know, we'll find out. Can he pitch in the major leagues? Can, um, you know, are there, is there anything now that you get a real chance to look under the hood? Is there anything going on there? Uh, but you have to be really, really, really careful with a guy who did not, uh, and it wasn't health related. He didn't pitch at all last year because he, he wanted to become a free agent and become available in North America. And that's what happened, but it's a big deal to take a year off. So, um, I'm excited to, to see him. I'm not sure that I'll get a chance to see him throw because they're going to be so careful with him. Um, but, you know, this is a guy who could maybe be uh, a help to this team after the All-Star break. Mike Wilner, Toronto Star, Deep Left Field Podcast. Before we get to the podcast, just a couple questions on pitching. We know the top three. We know what they are and who they can be. And uh, in the sense of the bullpen, though, Mike, how much do you think a healthy Chad Green will be a factor uh, this season for the Blue Jays? I think he's huge. I think he'll be huge. Um, and, uh, you know, he steps in and he will um, – he, he has the potential to do what Jordan Hicks did for them over the last two months of last season. Chad Green uh, has been one of the best relievers in Major League Baseball for like five years until he got hurt. Um, and even last year, he had a couple of little dips mm-hmm. coming back from Tommy John surgery, but was uh, really, really effective far, far, far more often than not. So um, I think they don't miss a beat with Chad Green in there. Uh, Green and Eric Swanson to set up Jordan Romano. And you've got Jimmy Garcia and Tim Meza still back there. This is, uh, again, if it stays healthy, has a chance to be a really, really good bullpen. The thing about bullpens is they're often really volatile, mm-hmm. and often there are huge swings in performance from year to year among relievers. But this group, and I, I feel like, you know, I shouldn't even put this out into <laughs> the universe, but, but this group has been as consistent a group of relievers as you're going to find. Um, those top five anyway, you know, you get into the Genesis Cabreras of the world, you really have no idea what you're going to get uh, out of that. Trevor Richards, Mitch White. But those top five, those guys are reliable and dependable and um, and really, really effective. Mm-hmm. Where do you see Ricky Tiedemann? If you were to lay some cash down, does Ricky Tiedemann make the opening day roster? I would bet my house, your house, <laughs> and the house of everyone I know that Ricky Tiedemann does not make the opening day roster. Okay, does not. No, absolutely okay. not. No. Ricky How close Tiedemann, is he? How close? Not very. I mean, uh, you know, he, he was hurt a lot last year. Uh, he's 20 years old, I think. Um, he hasn't built up his innings as a professional at all, and I, I hope that the Blue Jays have learned a lesson with the, with the way they brought up Alec Manoa so quick after only pitching 35 innings in the minors. He was in the major leagues, and boy, did it ever work for two years, but uh, then it stopped. 
So, uh, you know, Ricky Tiedemann needs innings. Ricky Tiedemann needs to have success. Ricky Tiedemann needs to have, to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, I think the earliest you're going to see him is August, and it would be out of the bullpen to to um, sort of finish off the innings that that they've set up for him for this year. You know, start him in the minors and start him in in Double A, Triple A, and get a good 15 starts there, and then. Uh, you let him let him throw his last twenty five innings of the year in the big leagues. I mm-hmm. think that's if he stays healthy and effective. I think that's the way it'll be. But remember, um, there's no such thing as a pitching prospect. Important to remember how we were talking about Nate Pearson in 2019 and 2020 and 2021, and now we just talked about the bullpen and didn't mention him at all. Yeah. So you know, um, you you hope that he'll have greater success. You hope that he's not going to run into the injury roadblocks that Pearson did, but it's already started. So um, as exciting a pitcher as Ricky Tiedemann is, you just you just can't have expectations of pitching prospects. Yeah. You just can't. Hey, Mike, can the schedule be any tougher to start? Four in Tampa Bay, three in Houston, and then three in New York. Coming out of this 500, you'd be pretty happy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be great if they came out of it seven and three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, Look, it it's would gonna be. be tough. It's tough. It's tough to start the first couple of weeks on the road two years in a row. They've done it this year and last because of the renovations to Rogers Center both years. It's not gonna be easy by any means. Is it not gonna be easy? But if you're expecting to be one of the best teams in the league, you gotta beat the best teams in the league as well, or at least hold your own against them. So yeah, I, I think that a five and five road trip to open the season is fine. Maybe even four and six is fine, given that it's all on the road and given the opponents. Mm-hmm. But certainly, that's not what the fans are going to be uh, looking for. Mike Wilner, what's cooking to start off on the first drop? I guess from FLA on the Deep Left Field podcast. That's a really good question. Ooh. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's tough because it drops tomorrow. So I'm going to be wandering around camp here, and I'll try to uh, get some time with a couple of people, um, maybe a Danny Jansen, uh, maybe a Jordan Romano, maybe uh, something like that. That you know, now that the pitchers and catchers are here, I'm going to see if I can bump into Demarlo Hale. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of potential. For tomorrow's episode of Deep Left Field, uh, we don't we don't know uh, what potential will be fulfilled quite yet. But whatever it is, it's going to be from here. It's going to be, uh, you know, in in a, in a land <laughs> where baseball is at the f- forefront, which it hasn't been for a very long time. And it will involve a couple of your favorite Blue Jays, I'm sure. Well, you could just run the whole podcast with Danny, couldn't you? I mean, I could. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be looking forward to it again. Really, uh, really jealous that you're down there, Mike. Uh, it's hopefully a great year for Blue Jays baseball and can't wait for it to get going uh, at the, uh, well, March 28th is the uh, season opener in Tampa Bay. Thanks a lot for doing this, Mike. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks.